the most fun story of the week, this. Well, the Philadelphia Flyers have a new mascot. Fans are saying, what the? That's seven-foot-tall Gritty. Gritty unveiled today in front of a group of kids, probably scarred for life. Yeah. Yeah, those kids should be scarred for life. Gritty is fucking horrific. Every single photo of him is appalling. I mean, look at this one. That is a nightmare. How about this one? That is simply psychotic. Gritty looks like the end result of the orange McDonald's fry guy hooking up with Grimace. And we've been over this a million times before on this show. If you're a McDonald's mascot, you do not have sex with another McDonald's mascot. Your genetics are too similar and the kids always turn out weird. Very, very weird. Shut up, John Oliver. Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of LM2 Talks. As always, I'm your host, Larry. This week, I wanted to talk about something a little bit more fun, um, a little bit less, um, something that got me a little less hot under the collar. Um, I thought the response to last week's episode was a lot, it was it was great. You know, I had a lot of great conversations coming out of that episode and being able to just kind of talk with other folks about kind of their feelings on the whole situation and, and how things have kind of gone or progressed or devolved in a way. So, but we're moving on from that. We're going to have a little bit of fun and um, yeah. So really where this episode came from, you know, a few weeks ago now, I could, it's hard to believe that it's only been a few weeks since this beautiful creature has come into our lives. Um, and I'll admit, when I first saw him, I wasn't sure what to feel. I had a mixed reaction of horror and this is perfect. And it's just so strange when when those feelings kind of clash together because what we got has been something remarkable, a phenomenon even. And as the episode title implies, and as the opening implied, you know I'm talking about Gritty. So for those of you who don't know, and, and John Oliver kind of set it up a little bit at the beginning, um, Gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers, a, a hockey team um, in the NHL here in the U.S. Uh, he's their new mascot. And Gritty is a giant, orange, hairy, weird-looking creature. He's got these googly eyes that just like roll around and around and around. And when he first came out, myself included, people were kind of terrified of this thing. Why was this our mascot? Where was this coming from? Why is he so weird? Why is he so terrifying? You know, why does he move the way he does? Why is he kind of mean? And it was interesting because... You know, for me, I was talking to one of my friends who's really into sports and I was kind of looking at it in a little different way. And, you know, while he was a little bit frightening, there was something that felt really kind of Philadelphia about him. And when I say Philadelphia, you know, anybody who follows Philadelphia sports knows that Philadelphia fans have been given a really, really bad reputation for you know, being boisterous and violent and, you know, to, to be fair, there are some fans that might take it a little bit far, but I don't think we're any worse than any other fans. 
Again, I know there are a ton of people that would disagree with that, and that's fine, but Philadelphia doesn't care what you think. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of how Gritty came to be accepted. A lot of people were looking at this thing and kind of saying, like, oh, it's awful, it's terrible, and the city of Philadelphia really rallied around it, and I think it's it's really interesting and really telling for the city and, and you know, for the city of brotherly love. Um, we don't turn our backs on our own. Uh, we really want to... <laughs> have the backs of anybody who is, is is on our team in that way and so to get back to what i was saying before i was talking to my my friend and one of the things that i thought was really interesting i was like why would they call this thing gritty so for anybody who doesn't know the a certain philadelphia flyers team from i'm i'm pretty bad with history so i believe it might have been the 60s or 70s um came to be known as the broad street bullies And when I kind of saw that this creature was named Gritty, I was like, well, why isn't it called the bully? And, you know, thinking about it, talking with my friend about it, it just seemed like, well, maybe it's not called the bully because bullying is frowned upon here in the U.S. Bullying should be frowned upon everywhere. But, you know, there's been this huge movement, this huge anti-bullying movement. And maybe that's why they decided not to call Gritty bully. And so... I had started to read into this a little bit more, and as a little bit more information was released, I looked at Gritty's official bio, and it described his father as being a bully. Like, very specifically, it used the language that his father was a bully. And it got me thinking that maybe I was right. And as I kind of watched the way that, that Gritty acts, the way that Gritty threatens other mascots, the way that Gritty, you know, attacks things. I, I don't know if anybody saw the video of him at the Adventure Aquarium in Camden just wreaking havoc. He is the bully that we need and and love. Sometimes you need a good bully who is truly kind and only goes against those that step against you. And in sports, that's other teams. You know, that's other furry things. It's, you know, it's, there's this weird thing that it's always fun to see kind of these rivalries that, that kind of start to pop up. But let's be real. Gritty has no rival right now. Think about this. Like, what are the other hockey mascots that you know or can name? There probably aren't really that many. Think about sports mascots in general. Most of the ones that you can probably name are from college teams, or probably from your college team if you went to college. And that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. And it and it shows why Gritty is such a success because the national audience was talking about him. It wasn't just sports shows, comedy shows were talking about him. I heard it on video game podcasts talking about him. Everybody was talking about Gritty. And this does not happen with mascots usually. The only other example of a mascot that I think has gotten this acclaim, and I could be wrong about this, and maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I'm pretty sure it's the Philly Fanatic. I mean, 
really the Philly Fanatic is kind of the archetype for Gritty. Large, colorful being, big belly, very tall, does zany things, gets really crazy, and people love it. Realistically, these two mascots are very similar and they work incredibly well together. And that's why, again, if anybody has seen it, the video of the two of them together wreaking havoc and shaking bellies is one of my favorite things. You know, and, and again, like all of this is is still like we're what in like still the first month of Gritty or month and a half. I, I, I've lost track of the timing exactly, but, you know, it's still very early in his lifespan. And I feel like there's nowhere to go but up. You know, Gritty is on course to be one of the most famous mascots of all time, just like his Philadelphia brother, the Philly fanatic. And I I don't know. I think that's it's such a cool thing, you know, for a city that gets hate all the time, like Philadelphia, to be able to say that we have two of the greatest mascots of all time, you know, that that says something like sure we got a super bowl championship last year and that was great and i cried my eyes out and it was one of the single greatest moments of my life but the fact that all right whenever somebody talks crap all right it's it's fine we got the fanatic we got gritty who you got no seriously who you got i really want people to tell me about the mascots that are important in their lives i want to hear you know if you have a mascot that you swear by that you are ride or die for and that you think is on par with the fanatic or gritty which they're not i'm just going to tell you straight up right now your mascot is not as good as either of those two clowns but If you have a mascot that you think is or can compete, definitely send me a message, send me an email, message me on social media. I want to hear who you what what mascots you think can actually compete with Philly mascots. And to be fair, like I'm not saying that all Philly mascots are great. You know, Swoop's a little boring. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be real, he's an he's an football playing eagle. Birds aren't really built for football. I mean, I know eagles are still strong, but like he took one hit he would be done and he's not i mean he's you know because bald eagles are such a symbol of america he's got to be a little bit more buttoned up than a lot of our other mascots and i mean i don't think he quite has the philadelphia spirit the philadelphia attitude that he needs you know he should be a much more dirty bird you know pun intended um so you know he has some ways to go franklin dog i think he is the um sixers newest mascot i'm gonna be real i miss i miss hops or whatever he was called the old sixers mascot that buff bunny who would you know hop on the trampoline and do the flips and slam dunks and stuff back when you know iverson was on the sixers i miss that dude because he he wore a do-rag like let's be real the Sixers used to have a bunny mascot that wore a do-rag. I'm pretty sure he wore Oakley's too. Like, dude was hard. No sleeves, buffed up, looked like he just got done lifting weights in the alley. Like, that's what we need more of. You know, not Franklin Dog, like, or 
Benjamin Franklin dog, whatever he's called. Like, I don't even know what he looks like. And I'm pretty sure I voted on him when they were trying to figure out the design of this dude. And then, like, nah, nah. And I mean, we have some other mascots for other teams, but I'm going to be real. I don't really watch our other teams. It's not because I don't support them. It's just because I don't care. But, you know, again, I really want to hear about your mascots that you love. Send those over to me. I I might want to do a follow up episode in the future going more into mascots. Um, For those of you who don't know, I work at at, at Rutgers and I've spent a lot of time working with uh, our mascot, the Scarlet Knight, on a number of different projects. And so, you know, adjacency to mascots has been a, a big part of my life for the last, you know, what, 12 years. And it's been a really interesting journey. You learn a lot about working with mascots and, you know, when you're doing video and photo and things like that, how to direct mascots and what's really fun about them. So I might do a follow up episode where maybe I rank kind of the best mascots. You know, maybe I'll do a top 10 list. But yeah, I want to hear what some of your suggestions are. What are some of the mascots you love and whatnot? So So from there, we're going to move into the next section. I'm going to share a couple of my quick takes for the week. And so there are three different movies that I saw. The first one is Free Solo, which is a documentary about a man who free climbs. And for those of you who don't know, free climbing is essentially you're rock climbing, but you don't you're not using gear. You're not using ropes. You are literally using your hands um, and you are just climbing. Um, and it is it is an, an incredible documentary looking at, you know, the things that he is putting his body through to do this, his mental state and, you know, addiction and the toll that this takes on the people around him and kind of the horror that comes with pursuing this. And it's I'm not going to ruin how it ends. I'm not going to say anything about what actually happens but you know his sights are set on free climbing el capitan at yosemite national park and you know like i said it's just it's an incredible documentary definitely worth watching go see it beautifully shot um if you especially if you are if you love rock climbing it's it's definitely a lot of fun to watch and even if you don't if you're just interested in seeing how different people express themselves you know it it is it's a fantastic fantastic documentary another film that i want to get into this week is a simple favor it's a uh, new paul feig movie um starring anna kendrick and blake lively it is a really interesting dark strange mystery comedy tonally it's it's doing all of these really strange kind of fun things stylistically it is it's one of the cooler movies that i've seen this year and and when i say cool like i don't mean like you know technologically it's cool i mean you know stylish um you know hate to use words like sophisticated but like it's got this it's got this air to it that just feels cool like the way that people might talk about like in an oceans movie i've never seen an oceans movie but i i imagine that's the kind of coolness that that i mean here um and it's just a lot of fun i don't want to say too much about it because you know 
if you know anything outside of kind of what the trailer shows you, it potentially could kind of ruin some stuff. So um, if you're into weird, dark, kind of quirky stuff, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this one. Um, I know for some people it might be a little too weird, but I, I thought it was a lot of fun and definitely worth checking out. The last film that I want to talk about this week is The Sisters Brothers, and it's a really, really slow burn Western film, and I know that's going to turn a lot of people off. So for me, Westerns are one of my favorite genres. Two of my kind of top five films are Westerns, though one is a comedy and it's, you know, it's Blazing Saddles. Go watch Blazing Saddles if you haven't. It's a fantastic film. But... The Sisters Brothers starring Joaquin Phoenix and uh, John C. Riley. It's it's a as as well as Riz Ahmed and Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't want to kind of shortchange them because they're really the four main characters in this film. It is the way that I described it to someone yesterday is it is a two hour film that feels like it is two hours. And that's both kind of a good and a bad thing. Um you know, for some folks, that means they're going to be incredibly bored by it. And I can understand that for other folks, you know, they will embrace it as kind of the solitude that is the West, you know, the the struggle that people had traveling, traversing through through the West on horseback, um, the length in a lot of ways, the emptiness in a lot of ways is a part of the story and i think that's something that if you are into the genre you'll understand but if you are a newcomer to westerns it might be a little bit hard or it might be a bit of a barrier to entry for you um but i thought the characterizations were fantastic i thought the performances were great um i really enjoyed the characters and i just thought it was it was for what it was for being a slow burn western film i thought there was a lot of fun to be had in it and i thought everybody did a great job so moving into um the what i love this week section i think that film sister the sisters brothers is a perfect segue into kind of my most anticipated piece of entertainment that's coming out this week uh which is red dead redemption 2 um for some of you you're gonna be like that's a video game i don't care um and i get that that's that's fair but for me i'm really excited for this i've been waiting for this game i believe since i I think i played the first one when i was maybe a year out of school or two years out of school um it is one of my favorite the first was one of my favorite video games of all time it is you know it's a western story um the tale of the hard west trying to make it through and and not kind of be destroyed and i'm really excited to see where this second game goes i haven't watched any of the previews so i have no idea where it's going um but if you pick it up let me know i'm gonna be playing it on friday and i want to talk about it next week probably after talking about some horror movies um so the other thing that i love right now the other thing that i'm telling everybody to uh listen to is 99 invisible i know if you listen to a lot of podcasts already you've probably heard a lot about it um it's hosted by roman mars and it and it explores the uh kind of the 
the design and architecture of our world, um, things that we don't normally think about. Um, but they've had a lot of really interesting episodes. On, I mean, they all the episodes are interesting, um, but there were certain episodes recently that, that really kind of caught my attention. One of them was about the founding of Oklahoma City, which was such an interesting story. And they really kind of dive into what made Oklahoma, Oklahoma. But beyond that, it also gave us, um, you know, why the sports team, the Seattle Supersonics was named the Supersonics and why the Oklahoma Thunder are known as the Oklahoma Thunder. And it was such an interesting tale that all spawned from one journalist who was sent to write a story about um, kind of the convergence of uh, Russell Westbrook, James Harden and Kevin Durant on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So it's really that was really interesting. Another um, series that they're doing cur- currently is the Articles of Interest, where um, Katie Mangle, who's one of their producers, has been doing this series exploring clothes and kind of the history of clothes and where they came from and everything like that. And so a very interesting episode that I just listened to was on uh, plaid or what we know as plaid and where it comes from and how Scottish tartans were, you know, which is the pattern pattern that we usually refer to as plaid, how those kind of came to symbolize different houses and things like that. And, you know, it also talked a little bit about the Scottish involvement in the slave trade. And, you know, it was actually able to give me some insight into my last name and, and you know, where that comes from and, and, you know, what that house pattern is and, you know, who may have owned my family back in the day you know we're not you know we're not 100 sure um but it was it was a really interesting interesting listen i didn't really get any questions this week but one thing that i did want to talk about really quickly and i could do an entire episode about this but i don't really want to waste the time doing it um so for those of you who pay attention to Marvel Netflix, um, Iron Fist was canceled and then Luke Cage was canceled. And what we're seeing is a lot of the kind of Marvel Netflix series are, are getting canceled. Even with Daredevil season three coming out on Netflix, it wasn't really advertised on Netflix platform. Um, it was actually pretty hard for people to find. It wasn't, you know, a top item. It wasn't a trending item. Um, it was kind of just left in their continue watching section. And, you know, it, it, it reeks of um, Marvel Netflix getting phased out. As we all know, the Disney streaming service is coming. And so I think that might be probably the most major piece of it. Um, you know, Netflix cited bad ratings for, you know, Luke Cage and Iron Fist cancellation, which is a little strange to me because I felt like, at least for Luke Cage, it seemed to be fairly popular but you know we don't know what their usage data looks like maybe it wasn't nearly as popular as we all thought um but again i think this is clearing space for netflix to really focus on their own content less licensed content um and for marvel to start to pick up its toys and and kind of go to its own sandbox so um, we'll definitely be talking about this in the future as developments happen. You know, if if something happens where Daredevil or Jessica Jones are, are canceled before their next seasons come out, I definitely will talk about that. Or if news of them moving to the Disney streaming service comes out, we'll talk about that. But that's pretty much it for questions. Um, 
So for next week, if you have questions, definitely send them my way at Larry Tron pretty much everywhere on social media or send me an email, Larry at LM2photo.com. Make sure to rate and review this podcast. It helps other people find it and also gives me this warm feeling in my heart, which I actually like. Um, And yeah, next week, uh, because the episode will be releasing on Halloween, I am hopefully going to be talking about some spooky stuff or basically what I look for in terms of frights in movies. Um, So, yeah, I hope you're ready for that. Um, As always, thanks for the love, family. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Peace.